Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. Oh my gosh, I hope everyone is doing well. I cannot believe we are almost at the end of April. That is crazy to me. School's going to be out in, I don't know, five weeks. Summer's going to whiz by and it's going to be time for the holidays. I have no idea how this happened. But today we're going to talk about performance management. And the title of this um, podcast sort of grabbed me because I feel like sometimes people talk about performance management in this abstract sort of, I don't know, vague way. And the truth is, If you're a manager or supervisor, you are managing or supervising in the real world. You have employees who don't show up, who don't do their job, who argue with you, who don't follow your directions. And that's tough. I will tell you that I think most of the time people have good intentions. Certainly in our organization, I really feel that way, that We all try to do the very best we can. That doesn't mean we won't make mistakes. But I think a lot of the performance management programs or philosophies that are out there are not focused on the real world. They don't really deal with, okay, great, you've given me this form to fill out that's 40 pages long and has all these questions about my employee and I'm supposed to rate them one to 10 in all these categories. But what am I supposed to do if they challenge the category? How am I supposed to not demoralize someone who has a pretty bad performance record if I'm hoping to save them, if I want them to to try to be able to succeed down the road? And that's what I want to talk to you about today, is how do we really manage performance in a way that we haven't given up? Because we all know what people say, right? You're managing performance until the person walks out the door either voluntarily or involuntarily. So we never stop managing somebody's work performance. But the truth is, it's hard to do. It takes time. It takes energy. You will get pushback. And how you respond to that pushback and how you really get the message across that you want this person to succeed and these are the things they're going to have to do to make that happen that method you have is critical. So a couple tools I want you to think about. First of all, I love one-on-ones. Some people in our organization, some of our employees don't like one-on-ones. Most of them do. I didn't do them actually until Elena Schroeder, our advice practice leader said, well, Jen, rather than just saying you're available for everyone and calling and checking on them, which I've always done, What if you just had a one-on-one meeting and you told everyone to come prepared to talk about what they want to talk about, right? Let's make that time really useful. And I love one-on-ones. I love being able to have a conversation with the folks I work with, letting them know what's going well, talking about opportunity areas. And that is a critical way to manage performance. You don't just give them a review once a year right? Have regular conversations. If you don't want to do one-on-ones, that's fine. Have department meetings, maybe have both. Do whatever you need to do to ensure that your team knows that they can count on you, that you know what they're doing, that you're going to be able to assess them fairly when that review comes around. Another tool I think is really important is not beating around the bush. 
So I had a call with a client the other day who said, oh, Jennifer, we have the most horrible, terrible employee. We can't wait to get rid of her. So we're going to tell her we're doing a layoff. All right. Well, if you remember last week, we talked about Actually, it might not have been last week. I think it was the week before. We talked about this idea of what do you do when you're talking about layoffs? And we talked about transparency and integrity. That is critical when you're managing performance. Don't tell somebody you're doing great because you're too busy to sit down with them and give them the nuts and bolts and tell them what's really going on. That's not fair to you. It's not fair to the employee. And it's certainly not fair to your employer. So think about having these real conversations. What is going well? What isn't going well? And you know, it's ironic. It's not easy to do. Most of us are good at negotiating with vendors and we can set up, you know, good boundaries for our ex-husbands, for example, but we're not so hot at having a tough conversation with someone who works in our organization. We don't like conflict. We don't want to have someone upset at us. We don't want to feel like we're pushing someone out the door when that's definitely not our intention. I get all that. But you have to have real conversations. People deserve to know where they stand. And I think most people, and certainly in my experience, this has been true, they want to know where they stand. They want to know what you're thinking. They want to understand how they can improve and what things are going on that they need to deal with and they need to figure out. So those transparent conversations are really important. Then we get back to documentation, which is one of the things we talked about last week when we talked about the top five ways to stay out of court. When you're performance managing, don't rely on your memory. I have found that my memory is faulty. I'm sure it always has been, but I'm, I'm noticing it more now that I'm older, that somebody will say, oh, well, I told you this, Jen, and I'll be thinking, I remember something like that, but not exactly, or I, I get something messed up. The bottom line is documentation, written contemporaneous documentation, as we talked about last week, is so critical. So when you're managing someone's performance, it shouldn't just be through little chit chats that you're having with them over coffee. You need to have a strategy. You need to document what you're talking about. You need to know what your end game is and what every step is between now and the end game, right? So managing in the real world means you've really got to document. You've got to effectively communicate. You also have to lead by example. And I think this principle gets lost a lot. You got to do what you expect other people to do. And I'm not always great at that. I, I, I can tell you that I always give it my best shot. I want to do the best I can, but sometimes I miss something or I, I make a comment that might sound a little snippy or I just am not at my best. Like that's what happens. We're human beings. Okay. If you really plan and you think about what you're doing when you're managing performance, you're going to have a strategy, right? You're going to have a one-on-one -on -one or a monthly meeting, and you're going to have goals, and you're going to know what needs to be done. In other words, it's work. It doesn't happen by itself. Managing performance is nothing that is simple or pain-free. And by the way, 
don't forget, a lot of times when we talk about managing performance, we talk about it from a negative perspective. How are we going to fix this person's performance problems? Keep in mind what good performers want. They want recognition. They want wage increases. They want a better desk. They want a piece of equipment that you said you would get them that still hasn't been ordered. Okay, so when you're managing performance, you're not only managing the folks who have some opportunity areas. I want you to pay attention to the people who are rocking it, who are doing a fabulous job. And don't forget to tell them that. Thank you. Please. I appreciate it. I welcome your input. Right? Those things are critical when you're managing performance. In the real world, people get their feelings hurt. They get upset. They get resentful. They're happy to get the salary increase, but it wasn't enough. Or they heard someone else got a better bonus, whatever it might be. You have to manage that as a leader. In the real world, it's not always going to be easy to sit down and have these conversations. You're not going to have somebody sitting there giving you a script saying, okay, well, first you should say this, and then you should say that, and then you should look at this idea, and then you should tell them you want them to do A and B. Sometimes that'll happen. Many times you're having a performance discussion with someone in the middle of a meeting, and not that you're that you're um, correcting them or disciplining them in front of others. You should never do that. But you might have to say, hey, I feel like this project might not be on track. Can we talk a little bit more about what our timing is and how we want to make sure that we get this done in a timely manner, right? And on schedule. So managing performance is about managing your team. It's also about managing yourself. Because your work performance, your expectations, your communication style, they affect other people. And I always feel like, and maybe this is just an easy way out for me, and I'm trying to, um, to make it easy. I will make mistakes, but I feel like I try so hard not to. Like, I want to do the right thing. I want to be the most effective leader that I can be. That takes time. It takes energy. It takes patience. I won't always be able to do it perfectly. And if you hire the right people and they're doing what they need to be doing, they will catch you when you fall. So your performance is just as important as other people's performance in your organization. So managing for real, all right, managing in the real world, when you're managing performance, you're also thinking about the two-way street. What are you doing? What are your employees doing? How are you handling a situation? How are your employees handling a situation? It's got to be all of those things. You don't want to just take the narrow view that I'm focusing on someone who's doing something wrong and how I'm going to fix it. That's not going to be enough. It's not going to get you where you need to be. Okay? So, Managing performance requires that you are honest, that you have integrity and transparency, that you document, that you do it on time, all right? If your organization says you will receive an annual performance evaluation within a week of your um, anniversary date, that's a deadline for you. Meet that deadline. Do what you need to do. It's going to be critical. 
And it's the only way you can make sure that you are holding up your part of the bargain. Because in the workplace, folks, what everyone does matters. Every person involved in every aspect of what you do makes a difference. And it can be a positive difference or a negative difference. Your employees will decide for themselves what they're going to bring to the table. And you can decide whether it's enough, whether it's right, whether it's correct. You have to decide what you're bringing to the table. And I want it to be your best self, right? As much as you can. That will keep you out of court. That will help you deal with difficult issues in the workplace. That will help you focus on not only your team's growth and development, but your growth and development. So nobody said performance reviews are simple to write or easy to deliver or um, easy to follow up on. They're not. It takes energy, it takes work, it takes dedication. But if you're a manager or supervisor or you work in HR, this is one of the essential functions of your job. You've got to do it and you've got to do it well. That requires you to plan and strategize and meet your deadlines and understand how to deal with every individual person on your team in the most effective way you can. That is not going to be easy. We've talked about that. But I think managing performance and doing performance evaluations is sometimes overlooked. We give folks, you know, an hour or two training on it and we say, okay, go do it. But it's a process. It's not just a thing you cross off your list. Managing performance is part of your commitment to your team. So performance management in the real world takes effort. But as we all know, anything that matters takes effort, right? It's going to be very hard to find something that makes a difference when you don't have to work for it or or you don't have to do anything to make it happen. So think about your performance evaluation system. Think about how you manage employee performance. What could you improve? What could you do better? What do you like that you're doing right now? What is good about how you're doing it right now? If you take the time and the energy to ask yourself these questions and strategize about how you can improve performance management, no matter how good it is already, we can always do better. Once you figure that out, you will be way ahead of the game in having a system that works, that works for you and that works for your team. It's worth the effort, I promise. Thank you all so much for joining me here this morning. Have a great day. Enjoy the sunshine and I'll see you next week. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media and or rate and review it. Of course, you can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter and email us at info at Workplace Wake Up, including its guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction.